Welcome back, family and friends, to another episode of We We Broke Broke Up. Up. Yay! Yay! This is our second time doing this introduction because Abby didn't like the first one. I'm doing ASMR clapping. Okay. Thank you. Please hold your applause. (laughs) (laughs) All of our fans. No, but really, though, thanks to everyone who, like, texts us and says nice things about the podcast to us. It's the only reason that we're still doing it because... If it were up to my own brain telling me yes or no, it would be a no. <laughs> and thanks to everyone texting us saying mean things because you're our real motivation. Here's our <laughs> motivators. Just no, kidding. But Nobody's texted us mean things. Our friend Lindsay texted us today and said that it's a good reminder of how everyone has different perspectives of like how events happen. And I really like that because I was like, yeah. Obviously, me and Elijah were in the same situations, but we, like, remember it differently, we perceived it differently, and we almost did not end up married because of the differences. (laughs) Kind of. And my brother called me. I never told you this, actually. My brother called me. Isaiah. Okay. And um, he told me that he really appreciated it and that he says he thinks... It's good to listen to because people just want to hear someone being candid and honest about life stuff. That's exactly what I want. Yeah. And I told him that you do all the candidness. I just do all the bad preaching. Yeah. <laughs> um, two CLs today. I won't say their names just in case they don't want me to. They told me that they, they can tell that I have like no issue just saying what's on my mind and like saying how I feel. And I do it quickly, and then they can, like, hear your brain, like, thinking and, like, you formulating your response carefully. And I'm like, how do I feel about that? (laughs) (laughs) It's just true. It is. Yeah. In my defense, part of that is because I want to be as honest as possible, and I really do have to search for my feelings and remember what it felt like, so... And I just am reckless. Yeah. I would say I don't care, but I, I care a lot. And if I offend you, I am really sorry, unless it's stupid. Yeah. Abby's a lot more aware of how she feels. I'm a lot more aware of how everyone else feels. And that's why we're good <laughs> for each other. <laughs> Duh. Okay, so where we left off is... Kind of an awkward start, but... Kind um, of like everything to do with us. Yeah, <laughs> but we're starting off in summer after our freshman year, and I left off talking about... Of college. Of college, yeah. And I left off talking about why the girl that I was dating then, or kind of dating, we went on like one date, why Definitely we broke counts. up. Um, but we, we did break up summer of, between. summer after our freshman year, yeah, between, before sophomore year. And that was, that was in large part, if, well, if not entirely, because, um, because I still had feelings for you. And that was... The audience? I still had feelings for the audience, yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, I, I remember saying that I still had feelings for you and I didn't want to get into a relationship because of that. And at the time, I, 
Yeah, I, at the time I didn't I didn't take that to mean, and I think this was this was this was accurate. Like this was right. I didn't take that to mean that I had feelings for you, as in the sense like I wanted to get back together. Then I think I felt comfortable with the fact that we were not we were not dating, and we weren't going to get back together anytime soon. But I nonetheless, I think I just didn't know how to restart. Like I didn't know how to restart on all the time that we had spent together. Like how anyone else could catch up. ever compare to like the th- yeah the, the three years that we had or no at that point only two and a half years that we had known each other. And See, I don't so understand that either. Like it's it's like mind blowing to me that people do break up after spending years and years together and then like date someone and get together with them like faster than the first relationship. Does that make sense? Let me know if you're in that situation. Cause that's just crazy to me, but oh. obviously it's like you and I were meant to be in ultimately. So, well, I think part of that is cause it's so hard to imagine how much life, like how long life is when you're that young. Yeah. Especially when you're that young, the fact that I'm almost 25, you are 25 and we're probably a third of the way through our lives. Ooh, you know, more than that for me. <laughs> less, probably less than that for me. Um, but that's crazy. Like we're not even, we're not even close to done with our lives. I think it's good to think about the fact that in the big picture, our lives are very short, but at the same time, our lives are really long. That was very insightful, Elijah. Thanks. Appreciate <laughs> it. But I don't think we, I think it's hard to imagine if you were with someone for two years, it feels like how long can you ever, or how can you ever make up for that much time? Yeah. But you still have, if you're 20, what, 30 more of those? Like two years is not that long in the, you know, in the span of your whole lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. Were you saying that, could you, could you have possibly been saying you were comfortable with the fact that you weren't over me and like that was all you knew because you were like I'm not over her and I need to recognize that and realize that that means I can't be in a relationship with someone else yeah yeah and I would I would have said it that way and I think that was that was actually the most honest I'd been with myself in a while I didn't know I didn't know why I didn't know what I wanted I didn't know what to do with that I just knew I wasn't I wasn't over you. I wasn't ready to move on yet. It took me several more more boys to uh, come to that conclusion. Hmm. Thankful that it only took you one other girl. <laughs> but yeah, we... So then... Elijah and I just talked about this before we recorded that we don't really like fully remember the chronology of it's, things. It but is a jumble. Whatever, it's fine. Like... Don't fact check us. We don't care. Yeah, bear um, with us here. During sophomore and junior year, it was pretty much just this, a cycle of this. I would kind of date someone, and it, I, was, I was dating for fun because I had never done that. I dated Elijah even in high school to marry him, which, like, I... I'm not, like, advocating that you should just, like, date and not have marriage at the end of your site but I I was dating people that I was like I just liked them and I like hanging out with them and like I knew that they were 
Christian and they had the same values I did, but I wasn't thinking like, okay, I could actually see myself marrying these people for the most part. And so, unfortunately, I kind of left a lot of those relationships like with the guy being confused of like why I seemed like I was like into it. But then in reality, at the end of the day, I always knew that like how I felt about Elijah was like a 10 out of 10. And they were like at best like a five out of 10. No offense. It's just because of like, it's Elijah. It had nothing to do with them. What can I say? But I think I was also like, I might've been trying to like psychologically fool myself. And I think I was maybe dating people that I knew I didn't see myself with on purpose so that when it ended, I didn't have to feel pain. Hmm. You know, like, I feel like if I was honest with myself, I would have from the beginning been like, well, I don't think we're compatible because of like this difference in our personality, but I'm willing to overlook it for now just because like we have a lot of fun together and like, I really like hanging out with his friends. They're like really funny and stuff like that. Do you think like I need someone to take to a formal? (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that you're kind of using that as a way to avoid actually dealing with the pain of our breakup? Um, maybe I feel like I, I got to a point where I felt like nothing about me and you just because I just ran out of energy to put toward you. So then I, so like I would be dating someone and then whatever would end. Back to explaining the cycle. Elijah or I would go to the other and like Elijah always knew when I was dating someone and I would tell him because I was working in the dorm that he lived in. That's not true. I I only knew about like two or three of your boyfriends. I didn't have boyfriends, first of all. Okay. Second of all, there were only like two or three. Okay. So there weren't any that you're missing. <laughs> Ugh, okay, whatever. So one of us would approach the other when we both knew that like neither of us was dating someone. And say, like, you know, I've been thinking lately that, like, we could give this another shot. And the other person would be like, you know what? No, I don't think we're on the same page. And then, like, a couple months later, the other one, who now has the idea in their head because the first one planted it, starts Mm -hmm. to dwell and think, hmm, maybe we should be together. Since he thought that, maybe it's true. We have another talk, and we flipped. Whoever wanted to get together in the first place now doesn't. And so we just kept, like, missing each other. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, so annoying. Yeah. So I was, like, back to square one. Every time that didn't work out, I was like, well, who wants to date me? (laughs) It was a mess. And the whole time I was, so my sophomore year I was working in Martin as a CL and had a really awesome group of guys around me. Shout out to Martin staff of 2013-14. But they, they just knew, they could tell something was wrong and they would always try to talk to me about it and bring it up to me. And this is actually a big, a huge growing point for me was one of the guys in Martin, Jacob, or Jacob and Jake, actually, we were sitting down and it was, I think this is maybe the beginning of the second semester. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. 
and we were talking in their room and then all of a sudden they 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 just stopped what they were doing and they were they're like unpacking Jake's stuff or something. And they just stopped and they just look at me and they're like, Elijah, you're you're gonna tell us everything about yourself, especially you and Abby. And I I literally remember there was this moment of crap, what's about to happen? And I remember deciding, I, I was I thought to myself, I either have to lie and choose for that to be like part of our friendship for the rest of however long we know each other or I have to actually be vulnerable enough to tell them about our relationship and like what I'm dealing with and I remember just something clicked and I was like I'm, I'm just gonna tell them like I, ne- I need to talk about this because because you had you talked to anyone really about the problems between you and I no like ever I mean there were like bits and pieces like Oliver obviously knew a lot about it. Oliver's my best friend. And so Oliver knew about it. And I would tell people bits and pieces, but I never, there was nobody that I just told everything to or just unloaded on. It was always like a very thought out, I'm telling you this piece for for whatever reason. Like a sound bite. Yeah. And so that was the first time that I was like, okay, I'm, I'm actually going to tell them about this. And it actually wasn't, like, that conversation didn't end up, like, me spilling my guts. They, they asked me specific questions that I wouldn't have otherwise told them, but it was still, um, I still, I, I didn't feel like they, like, crossed any boundaries or anything. But it was still the first time that I was ever like, I'm going to be vulnerable. Yeah. And they knew me also, and they had had conversations with me where I had told them more than you had ever told them, even though it was a very small amount. And that's what made them realize that they actually didn't know what was going on in your head. And Jacob told me, he was like, I'm going to find out everything. Like, I'm literally going to tie him to a chair (laughs) if I have to. I'm going to find out everything. Because he was like, I've known you for like five minutes and you've told me more of the story than he's ever told me in the past, you know, semester. Yeah, I had no idea about that. (laughs) I I didn't know that you and Jacob even talked until... Well, this brings us to the next thing. Shortly after that talk, Jacob decided to sit down with both of us and have us both talk through our relationship with him. Yeah, until like 4 a.m. Which, thinking back now, Jacob, you're not a counselor. (laughs) Jacob pretends to be a lot of things that he's not. (laughs) But stop doing that so loud. Oh, sorry. You're right. Um, He... But he was so helpful. He was. I mean, he... We needed yeah. that. Like he gets himself into a lot of trouble the way that he is, but it's also really helpful. Yeah. I, th- I think we needed someone that could just tell us, talk about it. <laughs> I think we were, at least I was so worried about stirring things up again. And I really just did not want to say anything because I was always afraid that it would cause some new problem. Like it would send us back into a state of confusion about whether we should be together or start us arguing about who did what wrong or something. And I just didn't want to, I didn't want to stir the pot. And it was good that Jacob came in and was like, no, you need to talk about it. I agree. I was thinking while you were saying that he, he and I started like corresponding through email because we just like didn't have time. He was a pre-med student. And he was a year older, so he was, like, about to graduate, I think, maybe. And he 
was like, I don't have time to like talk, but I like really want to talk. And so we just started emailing when we had time. And one of the last emails he sent me, he said something in it that like clicked for me so hard, but I can't remember what it was, but I'll find it and I'll post it when I post this podcast because it's on my old computer. But the gist of it was like, and people had told me this before, but you and I, this is kind of fast forwarding. You and I had gotten to a point where neither of us knew if we were right for each other. There was just so much history, Mm -hmm. so much crap, so much good stuff. And I feel like neither of us really took like, uh, I need to stop saying like, we never took (laughs) the opportunity to actually date anyone other than each other. That's what worried me a lot too, is like, my dating relationships with other people didn't necessarily go that far. And so I was like, okay, are we actually right for each other or are we just stuck because we can't get past each other? Hmm. And Jacob had said something about like, he said, well, one, when you like can't see a future without the person, that's a sign. But also um, when you want to go through the stuff with the person, like, when you want to try to love them, then that's how you know. Mm. And I was like, huh. Of course, there was a little bit more context where it was like, you know, obviously some people want to try to work through it with a murderer. Maybe you shouldn't, but <laughs> anyways, yeah. okay. Back on track. Well, no. I, okay, I'm, not I'm, back on track. Not quite yet. <laughs> um I'm curious because I because I have a reason for why I didn't really go into any other relationships. But why do you think yours, like you never got very deep in any relationships, in that time between? Wow, what a great segue into <laughs> what I was going to talk about. I didn't even plan that. Um. First of all, I mm, I didn't meet anyone who was available that I was as interested in as I ever was in you. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? That's just true. I mean, seriously, like that's just true. And so what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why do you think your relationships never actually went deep? Like, why did they not make it far? I I just wanted to be with you at the end of the day. I I knew that you were still single. And, like, all of my relationships ended for reasons. Like, I... Okay, so then I dated boys, blah, 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 blah. Not very many. Shout out to Weston, though, because he did text me and say, I'm hoping for a shout out in an upcoming podcast. And I was like, you got it. Um, (laughs) So going into senior year, I met a guy in the summer and we started dating. We're jumping all the way to senior year now? Yeah, because I don't know what else happened. Uh, We started dating and he was one that I was like serious about. Like I was like. I could actually see myself getting to the point where I would want to marry him. Um, I wasn't just dating him because, like, I thought he was fun and nice. <clears throat> and so 
<laughs> what did you do to sabotage that? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, oh, boy. This was not one of my wisest moves. But it, it did he work should have punched you in the face. Yeah. He, he still might. That's true. Um, oh gosh, okay, what was going on? I don't, I don't know what inspired Nothing. this. You were just yeah. ready to get your woman back. <laughs> she did not belong to you. Yeah. Well, what, did anything happen junior year? I think, I mean, sophomore year and junior year both were just this two years of just feeling like really stagnant. I, I felt like I, I felt like I couldn't, here's how it felt. I felt like I couldn't even start building relationships because it, they all just felt so like there was just so much work to catching up to the point that we were at. And I just did not know how to get to that point with other people. I was like, I couldn't even. Well, you also went from flirty freshman and thriving to all of a sudden shut in. Like I'm a CL now. I only talk to the Martin CLs. And you went from Mr. Popular to... Not so popular. <laughs> Poophead. Yeah, I think... So my sophomore year as a CL was actually really hard. It was good for me in a lot of ways. And I learned a lot about community. But I, I did kind of shut off to some extent. Because I wanted to pour my time into my job because I, I valued it so much. And I found such a good community in the Martin staff, but in part what that, that, what that ended up doing was kind of cutting me off from the friends that I had made freshman year, because they all moved off campus. And I felt kind of isolated from them. And I had never, all of freshman year, basically the way that mine and Oliver's relationship worked was I got us to go out and meet a bunch of people. And I was always the one that was like making us do some new exciting thing and go hang out with a different group. And Oliver was the one that would always follow up and be like, oh, hey, we should go hang out with these people this week because we haven't seen them in a while. And so it felt like Oliver was the one doing all the actual relationship building. I was just keeping freshman year exciting. Not to, not to say that Oliver didn't do anything exciting. Oliver is also a lot of fun. But it felt like he was the one that actually did the relationship building. And so sophomore year, when I didn't have that, it was like I, 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 I had to learn how to do that for myself, but it took me a really long time. It took me like the, f the whole year. And so basically I, I just kind of um, got way behind in my relationship with some of my freshman year friends because of that. And it was just hard. It was like I was playing catch up the rest of college. So because of that, I, I felt like I had lost the ability to connect with people and to build relationships because I felt like nothing compared to the connection that Abby and I had had and how, like how um, deep our relationship had been. So all of this was kind of catching up to me senior year. I was realizing all this and um, I decided that it was a good time while she was in another relationship to go unload all this on her. And instead of at the very least, explaining it in a mature way. I feel like I at least could have done it this much and told her what I'm basically telling this podcast now. Instead, I just told her, I still love you and I've I have been miss in love you. with you all along. Yeah. 
and have never stopped loving you. Crying. Well, oh, I was just bawling on on her bed because I had come over to her house. You weren't allowed to sit on my bed. We took a walk. Oh, okay. Can't have the people thinking that my parents let you come sit on my bed. Yeah, right. <laughs> With the door open. They still wouldn't. What? Did they? No, not like today. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought you meant. <laughs> um, you want to know what I said? I want to know. Sorry. It's not true. sorry, because I have a boyfriend, stupid. She didn't say that. That's how I felt. I was like... <laughs> Finally, this, this stupid boy <laughs> gets to feel how I felt this whole time. No, what really happened is it completely got in my head. Mm-hmm. And I was like, crap. But at the same time, like other things were happening in my new relationship that were like red flags to me. And I was like, you know what? I don't think this is going to work independently of Elijah telling me that. I also don't even want to date Elijah because he's being so dumb. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if he's just emotional because I have a boyfriend or because it's senior year and he's realizing like there's a chance we could come out of this on the other side and never see each other again. If it's real or not, because it, so many times in the past it hadn't been real or he'd be like, I kind of want to date. And I'd be like, no. And he'd be like, oh, okay. And I'd be like, cool. You don't even want to fight for it. Like, <laughs> not that that's necessarily what I wanted. I don't know if that's what I wanted, but. I don't know. I was just I'm really freaking annoyed that you did that mm-hmm. and felt really bad for my boyfriend because I was like, he doesn't deserve this. Like, so rude. But he, like, took it really well. He was, like, really nice about it. And a couple months later, I broke up with him. Mm-hmm. So I was happy. I told Elijah I broke up with my boyfriend and do not freaking talk to me for like a month. He was like, okay. Okay. That's fine. All right. I decided to wait for a month. (laughs) And then... Do you remember what happened? We went to see Josh Abbott Band at Billy Bob's over Christmas break, senior year. Uh, And it started pouring afterward. mm -hmm. And we had a very long way to where our car was. And we just decided to have a blast. Who were we with, though? We were with a bunch of people. Yeah. And we were just going we were crazy people, in the right? rain. Yeah. Oliver, Ashley, maybe Morgan was there. And then we got home to Elijah's mom's house. And we decided, you know what? Let's make out and let's date again. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we did. <laughs> yeah. That is what <laughs> Now, okay, this was this was junior year. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. No. How? Because <laughs> I started dating that guy leading into senior year. No? I think it was leading into junior year. I'm oh, pretty frick. sure. I'm pretty sure we dated all the way through senior year until... <gasps> no, you're totally right because he was one year ahead of me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Sorry. Yeah, so this is junior year, and... Right, okay. It's it's still all true, other than that, I thought it was a year later. Yeah. I remember at some point, me 
I, I remember at some point us having a conversation of like, I want to actually be dating. Yeah, because the Josh Abbott band night happened, and I was like, okay, he obviously better, like, you're not just going to make out with me and not, like, date me. Yeah. So then... Was it shortly after that? Yeah, it was, like, a week later. Okay. Yeah, I thought... I, oh, yes, because it was Because I wanted to post on Instagram and be like, we're dating. Right. But it was during CL training. So we had... We came back to Baylor. You came back shortly after me. And then before the school year even started, we had that conversation. And I was like, I don't know if you've already assumed this, but I do actually want to be dating you. <laughs> and we and we had that talk. Once again, you suck at being like clear about your intentions. The only time I ever knew for sure you wanted to date me is when you were on one knee proposing. <laughs> You've always said that, but I've always felt like I am being clear. I don't know. I don't, I didn't know at the time how I was not being clear. Whatever. Point is, is I was so excited that we were dating again. I was like, we did it. Screw you haters. We are back. And no more problems. The rest was easy from there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So then we dated again, but I don't remember like any details Pretty much from here on out, really. Well, well we went to uh, a few tri-delt date events. I don't, yeah, I mean, we just kind of dated. We just dated blah, blah, blah. People were like, yay, you're back. And we were like, hee hee, we know. I remember, I remember bringing it up to the Martin staff. Mm-hmm. And they were all excited. But, but they skeptical. Were, but skeptical. <laughs> And I, I, I remember this because, um, rightfully so. Because, yeah, because I think they were, I mean, I, I understand where they're coming from, but they they were were, so freaking tired of not being able to tell if when you were in the lobby and I was in the lobby, if it was fine or not. Yeah. Gosh, it must've been so frustrating to be them. But yeah, I, I brought it up and they're all like, yeah, you're back together. Are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) But it was... That was, like, everyone. Poor everyone in our lives. Like, yeah. and some of these people are, like, listening to the podcast. I'm like, why are you doing this? You were there, and you hated it. Mm-hmm. Like, you were the one listening to me every other week change my mind. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, we dated. Nothing crazy happened other than that. I think, like, all the uncertainty from the past was just still, like, right there over our shoulders. And we were still kind of, like... What's going to happen? Neither of us were like, we're back and we're extremely confident about it. We're just like, we're back and we're happy and that's all we know for now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I want to go off on a tangent here. Oh, God. A, a, a small tangent. I just think I, I want to point something out here because I feel like a lot of people might take this to mean... If things are going bad in your relationship with someone and other people are skeptical, you can like overcome the haters and get back together. Yeah, that's true. But I think an important part of our relationship, what what about our relationship points me to God's grace in our relationship is the fact that I don't know how to explain our relationship beside it being it being a miracle. Like if anyone were in the, our same shoes, I would probably tell them Get away from that person. Yeah. <laughs> like this is this is uh, this is bad for you. 
Yeah, and the other thing to keep in mind is that there was no one in our lives till later who explicitly said, I think that you're dating like a toxic person mm-hmm. and that you guys are toxic for each other, even though it was true at times. Nobody was saying, like, seriously, I'm concerned for you. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that Elijah's a good person. Or I don't think that Abby's a good person. Everyone thought we had issues and knew we had issues, but no one was, like, genuinely concerned. Mm-hmm. Other than the fact that we were just, like, driving each other crazy. Yeah. Like, my parents would have said something if they felt like they should, you know? And yours would have, too, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I mean, I think my staff had every right to be skeptical. I mean, everyone was skeptical. We were skeptical. It was fine. Yeah. But we started dating nonetheless, and it was really good for a few months. Well, a year. I feel like that relationship wasn't my favorite one. I mean, obviously, because it's now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But this this <laughs> chunk of relationship was just like, ugh. we were just. It was uh, so like, took the bronze medal. Yeah, I, th- I think to some extent we were just from the get go, like tiptoeing. We were yeah. just already like, I don't know if this is gonna work out. I'm worried about it already. Do you feel like? I feel like. Uh, tell me if you felt this way. I kind of thought at the beginning, I was. At least on my end, I was trying to demonstrate the ways that I had changed and, like, be better and be more considerate of you and stuff like that. Because I tended to be really, like, self-centered about my emotions. And then I would, like, take them out on you. So I was trying really hard to be not as emotional. Like, not let my emotions control how I treat you. Hmm. But then after being with you for a while because we had so many old habits and you were comfortable, I quickly reverted back to like my old self. Yeah, I think there was something that I did that built upon that though. And obviously there's always two sides to the problem. But I think going in to our relationship this time, I had just become a lot more rigid in my personality and like unflexible inflexible in my thinking mm-hmm. and I had gotten to a point where I I was a philosophy major <laughs> so therefore everything that I did Yay. I did for a specific moral reason and I'm saying I'm saying this because this is how I thought not because this is actually legitimate but I, I, I felt, I thought that everything I did was, I did it because it was the right thing to do. And I like thought through it all. I made decisions. I tried to like connect it all to some reason that I thought it was the right thing. I basically tried to live my life in accord with like a moral theory. Um, and because of that, I thought that everything that I did, everyone should do. This is... This is getting kind of philosophical, but I just, I just felt like if I did something, I was doing it because it was a good thing, like the right thing to do. And so... How are you different now? <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> we'll get there. We're not to that part of the podcast yet. Uh. But 
because of that, I just felt like if anyone wasn't doing the things that I was doing, then they didn't have a good reason for that. And so, and so when we like, we would get in these arguments because everything that I did, I justified. And so when you would tell me like, when you would tell me something along the lines of that hurt my feelings, I would, in my mind, I was just like, well, stop being hurt about it. It was the right thing for me to do. So don't be offended by that. And of course that, like, I never said that. I wasn't that rude. Or well, actually maybe I did. No, you weren't rude in our fights. I was rude. But I kind of pushed you to that point because for me, there was you just no You sound like no you have such bad Stockholm syndrome. Oh my gosh. You're Why? Like, you're like, no, I'm not the victim. I pushed you to that point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, I mean, there's, there's always two sides to a problem. Everyone's like, Elijah, cough twice if you need help. <laughs> <laughs> no! What does that mean? <laughs> But yeah, okay, let's talk about like our fights for a second because mm-hmm. I always tell people, yeah, we fought a lot during our like high school. Well, we didn't fight a ton during our high school relationship, but we did fight a lot. And then we fought a lot during our college relationships. And something that I was talking about today and that the person I was talking to like really related to Elijah's side of this is that when we would have fights, I would be very worked up and emotional And I would just basically have a monologue of this is what you did to hurt me, X, Y, and Z. This is how I felt. This is why I can't go on like this. It was always very dramatic. And I would just talk at Elijah for like 20 minutes. And then he would literally just not respond. He would just sit there. This is my response. And I would Uh... literally be like, say something. For crying out loud, say something. And he would always say, I'm thinking. And it would seriously make me want to, like, punch a hole in the wall. Because I was like, what do you mean you're thinking? Like, what is there to think about? You just have to respond. Like, respond with how you feel. And I didn't know at the time that, like, not everyone feels as strongly as I do. And not everyone has reactions as strongly as I do. And Elijah had to process and think think about his emotions. I and Still to this day, the term think about emotions doesn't make sense to me. I just know it makes sense to other people, so I use it. Mm-hmm. So that would happen, I mean, all the time. And it would just drive me insane. The fact that you wouldn't respond, to me it felt like you didn't care mm-hmm. enough to respond or that you weren't listening or... That you were just like this emotionless, like void, and that I would never understand you. I still don't like super understand it, but I understand that it's good for me to be with someone who is kind of opposite from me in that way because I've chilled out a lot more when it comes to emotions, in my opinion. If you want to affirm that, you can. Um, no, I'm good. Oh. <laughs> No, you have. I think you've definitely learned to Let's kind, talk of, about kind of my growth. Ask ask questions before you freak out. You freak out. Yeah, I just I was just freaking out all the time. But what was going through my mind was I just didn't 
I literally didn't even know what I was feeling. Or if I did, so here's sometimes, this is what was going through my mind, and this <laughs> might annoy you. But sometimes what I was thinking was, crap, if I actually tell her how I feel, it's going to piss her off. <laughs> wow. And so I can't say that. So what else do I say? I wanted that from you, though, but I also recognize the fact that, like, I still would have gotten mad. But I just wanted something. Like, I wanted... I wanted to, like... And not in, like, a weird, violent way, but I just felt like I was passionate about what I was talking about or slash our relationship, and I felt like you were just this cold-hearted machine responding. And I... And I felt like I had to be that. This like this made me feel. This was one of my biggest struggles with our relationship was. I didn't realize that a mature response to that would have been to tell you how I feel and to actually work through things. And then let our emotions, kind of play out. I mean, obviously, not just go to town on each other, but actually express our emotions. Instead, what I thought I had to do was just to shut down, become basically a cold machine, and just not say how I felt because I, if I did, then it would provoke her more. So you're saying you felt like you had to balance my unhealthy expression of emotion with no emotion? With an unhealthy non-expression of emotion, yeah. Nice. <laughs> hey, you know what people say? Opposites attract. <laughs> Yin and yang. <laughs> Yeah. And it's still like that to this day. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I, that, that was really hard for me. I definitely felt like trapped at times. Sorry. Why are you apologizing for this? You've already apologized for this. It's fine. Yeah, I, but I think... Oh, I was going to ask you a question, but then I just forgot it. Okay, well, that's a oh, pretty... Well. Uh, that grazes the surface of why we fought and how we fought. Mm-hmm. In case you're wondering. In yeah. case you fight too. I think we were one step further than we were in high school where mm-hmm. it felt like neither of us could say anything at all. Like basically all we were saying was, I'm upset. And the other one was like, yeah, me too. But at least... In college, we were getting to a point where we were thinking about how do I resolve this? How do we actually work through our problems? We just still had no idea how to actually do that. Yeah, so we were still fighting. And when did we break up again? It wasn't until just before Valentine's Day on of senior year. We dated that whole time. That was pretty good. So almost, almost a, a year. little over a year. Yeah, sorry, a little over a year. I think it was 14 months again because that's how long we dated in high school too. Oh my gosh. Have we passed 14 months of marriage? Yeah. We've been married more than a year and a half. Like 15 months? Wait. No, we've been, we've been married like 19 months. <gasps> oh, thank God. This is the longest we've ever been together. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just got weirded out. <gasps> I kind of want to bail. <laughs> All right, see y'all. Thanks for listening. No. Okay, so yes, we'll we'll pick it up next time with the second breakup. No, the third. Wait, the second breakup. <laughs> second breakup. Yep. We'll start there. Get ready. Because this was actually had more of a reason. Yeah, this is. Let's tease it a little bit. This was the best breakup, I think.
What? The best breakup because it it was it was the worst, but it I don't know what I'm saying. There's a lot of there's a lot to learn from this next I one. I don't know about you, but every time we broke up it it was the worst day for me. Yeah, for sure. I had to get the audience back on my side since you apologized for something that happened like four years ago. Everyone's gonna think that's so sweet. I need people to think I'm sweet. <laughs> That'd be sweet too. No, I'm not. I just pretend. <laughs> Okay. Well, thanks for listening this time. Ask us questions. Otherwise, we're not going to have questions for our Q&A. Yeah, we need them. Even send if you don't actually have the question, just send it. Just pretend like, you know when the teacher's pet like asks a fake question because they think other people are thinking the question? Mm-hmm. Be that person. And you can, if you are someone who was around, actually, this is a good, this can be our prompting question. If you're someone who was around for that that sophomore junior period of just do not prompt these people i don't know if i want to talk to all of them just ask us what was going on at this point like whatever point you intersected with us just be like what was going on right here that would be fun that's such a boring response we're not gonna know Uh are we true I feel like we will. They're going to be like, homecoming parade, sophomore year. What was going on? I'm going to be like, I have no clue. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll do some detective work. We'll just lie. <laughs> we'll make something up. Okay. All right. Well, thanks. We appreciate you all. Thanks to our listeners. Bye. Bye. <laughs>